0: You are listening to Forging Employee Experience. I'm Alexander Norin, joined here in this tiny booth with Josh Green. Hello, everybody. This, this is uh, very, very tiny. <laughs> yeah, very tiny. It's, it's intimate. You know, mm-hmm. nothing builds team like knowing what Josh ate for lunch. We need we talk. <laughs> 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 well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is a ReForge episode, so you get the pleasure of listening to us talk about somebody smarter than us and what they said for the next six to nine minutes. There you go, Joe Hirsch, ode awesome. to Joe. Great conversation, really smart guy, really loved his insights. I, it's so funny thinking about how much somebody can unpack a, a concept that seems like such a small part of, of work, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean oh, yeah. you think about all the things that you do in work and, and feedback is obviously a critical one, but um, it, it seems to be only a piece of the pie and yet here he has done years of research um, and, and, and all of this effort around the idea of feedback. It's,
1: it's amazing, and his tagline couldn't be more perfect. It's not feedback, it's feed forward. Because the idea is to not dwell on the past, not say how we messed up, but to say, how can we get better and how can we learn from this? That alone is genius. Thank you, Joe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Josh, feed forward for the future. Don't have all of those carrots for watch. <laughs> all right anyway uh, <laughs> you're the kill over here <laughs> we're just so healthy and fit so uh, one of the one of the first things that, that that we talked about is this idea that feedback is often and i think it's managers procrastinating right because nobody wants nobody likes delivering bad news really of, of any variety i think there's certain people that do and those humans are crazy but I think by and large as people, we don't like telling other people negative things. And so there's, there's this, there's this tendency to procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate. And now all of a sudden we've disconnected the feedback from the event. And this is a, this is a mm. big part of what we talked about,
1: especially when you don't have a culture of feedback, mm-hmm. like you've got to tell them something, but you haven't had open communication for months. Like just bridging that gap alone is hard enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden when, when it, that first piece of feedback seems like, whoa, why am I the recipient of the only piece of feedback in the last six months? Like, I yeah. must have done something terrible. Yeah. So that transition into making it a part of the culture is, is difficult, but, but you have to do it. And, and I think one of the most compelling reasons that Joe talked about, to me at least, is, is, is he talked about cortisol, right? That, that hormone that, that makes, you, makes you nervous and anxious. Um, we have to train that out of our organizations. If people still feel that when they're getting feedback at the organization, uh there's an issue. Yeah, it really just goes back to our
1: roots of psychology. It's creating a safe and, and positive work environment where that feedback can be received in, in a loving way if right. you will because man if it if, if this is any way uh disconstructive, if it's uh making them feel bad about their choice rather mm-hmm. than with the purpose of moving forward, they're not going to feel safe. I've been on teams myself where I haven't felt safe, and so I shut down, and anytime there's any feedback, I, I don't hear it, and I don't receive it. And Probably defensive. Yeah, I, this is a disengagement loop that we get stuck in where I'm, I'm not engaged on the team because I am afraid. Right, and I think it goes back to that that psychology, the, the neuroscience of it all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in talking about the psychology of it too, one of the other great things that he mentioned I, I, this was this was a little nugget that I had never thought about, but I think it's really really very accurate. That uh, the way that we do feedback often tells more about the person giving the feedback than the person receiving the feedback. And I, I, I look back on my experiences giving feedback, and I, I when I have been the person giving feedback, I, I think sometimes I've made that mistake of really making the feedback all about me and what I want as opposed to helping a constructive conversation to build up. So,
1: so true. I had a manager one time who was so into looking good for upper management and his performance metrics that I, as a person didn't matter to him at all. The only thing that he wanted was to, to, to kind of soften my performance review to, to make it look better than it was. And so like, more often than not this feedback wasn't josh how can you improve it was josh you got to help me out here man my my performance <laughs> doesn't look too good and you're on my team here it's right. like wow how how backward has this this become all of a sudden
0: yeah right absolutely and and it and it um we, we have to leave our ego at the door hmm. i mean in all, in all aspects i think but but it, particularly when we're talking about feedback we have to come into it with the right intentions. the intentions being creating a better place for everybody, because more often than not, I mean, nobody wants to continue doing the wrong thing. Very few people are out there going, man, I hope, I hope I can continue doing a bad job. <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't happen. And, and we mm. all know that in order to get better, we need to be coached, and we need to, we need to learn, and we need, we need to grow. And so the desire for improvement, I think, is built into all of us. It's just how are we, we just have to make sure that as we give that those those elements of feedback to those people that you know to to us that want to want to grow we're doing it in a way that helps them do that instead of preventing it
1: yeah so big Mm -hmm. i just i love the conversation i feel like if you're listening to this and you are thinking about your own performance around feedback uh take joe's advice and just start small uh carve out carve out some time to, to maybe even talk to your team about uh, I'm going to start doing these things on a more regular basis. And right. my feedback that I'm going to be giving you might not be formal sitting down with you. It could be a very informal thing. And, and just know that I'm doing it in a way to help the team grow and yep. to help all individuals develop in, in an appropriate way.
0: And as with all change, there's going to be some growing pains, right? It might be a little awkward or uncomfortable after for the first, you know, few changes that get made first couple of times you swing, swing, some, swing by someone's desk to just kind of give some real quick feedback. But then also to help counterbalance that, just make sure that as we, if, if we're increasing our feedback, make sure that feedback is both positive, is, I will say largely positive, um, and then mixed in with the constructive feedback as necessary.
1: But don't make it a sandwich.
0: Don't leave the sandwich at home, mm. at the deli where it belongs. Make it
1: like French fries. Like some are soggy and, and some are crisp. Make sure that you have more crisp than soggy fries in your feedback.
0: Just like that. (laughs) That's it. You nailed it. And with that, thank you so much for joining us on this Reforge episode. We were so happy to have you, and we'll see you next time.